Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'du. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. All praise and thanks to you solely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Traces peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome back to Unlocking Hearts. Subhanallah, it is the 28th episode and therefore we are looking at Jews number 28. This program is about pondering about the meanings of the Qur'an, thinking deeply about a few verses in the hope that Allah will make us of those who genuinely reflect on the Qur'an and not make us of those who have locks upon their hearts. I'm your host, Manana Irshad Siddiq. And with the few episodes that we have remaining, possibly one, possibly two, we beg of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this endeavor and allow us to end as we have begun. And may that ending and that beginning be upon sincerity and be purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with that, we look at Jews 28. It consists of nine surahs. Most of these are makkan, meaning they were revealed before the hijrah. As these surahs are short and were revealed at different points in time, the themes are quite diverse. The surahs in this Jews span everything from family life to warfare and from society to business. The primary focus is on being truthful to our promises and fulfilling the rights of others. The Jews begins with Surah Al-Mujadala or Al-Mujadila. And this is the only surah in the Quran that has the name Allah in every verse. That's just an interesting bit of information there. The surah is about a woman whose husband was emotionally abusing her by keeping her in a suspended state, right? Neither divorced, nor in a marriage really, so she's just hanging around there. This was a violation of the rights of uh, the spouse and the good conduct expected in such a relationship. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded and defended the woman giving her rights and showcasing how the law of Islam defends the rights of women. What's interesting about the revelation of these verses is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he hears the call, he hears the complaint of the lady who complains to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about her spouse and then responds. And Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha who's standing like right there she was, she was taken aback because even though she was standing right there, she couldn't hear a thing. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala demonstrates just how closely he hears, how closely he sees everything that he responds. And he says that Allah has heard, subhanallah. So, Surah Al-Hashr, moving on, is focused on the believers who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and assist the immigrants, in other words, the muhajirun, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even though they themselves are in need, says Allah rabbul izzati wal jalal, وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصَةِ They prefer others over themselves, even though they are in need. Subhanallah. The verse actually begins, And those who before them had settled in the homeland and had accepted faith, they love those who immigrated to them and find no hesitation in their hearts in helping them. They give them priority over themselves, even if they themselves are needy. Whoever is protected from his 
natural greed, it is they who are successful. Allahumma ja'alna minhum, may Allah make us of those. This verse is about the Ansar. They went beyond what was expected of them and risked everything to protect the Prophet and the Muhajirun. The immigrants were in a vulnerable state and the kindness of the Ansar helped and saved them. Contrary to this, we see the attitude of the hypocrites who violated their promises and harmed Rasulullah In Surah Saf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala admonishes those who say that which they do not do. When making a contract with Allah, be sure to honor it. Compare the heroes of Uhud to the hypocrites who abandoned the army at Uhud. The example is given in the surah of the disciples of Jesus, Nabi Isa والسلام, and their loyalty to him. In this surah, Allah praises both the Ansar of Muhammad وسلم, and the Ansar of Nabi Isa Allah says, Ya amanu, O believers, kunu Ansar Allah, be the helpers, the supporters of Allah of God. كَمَا قَالَ عِيسَى بْنُ مَرْيَمْ لِلْحَوَارِيِّينَ مَنْ أَنصَارِي إِلَى اللَّهِ Just as Jesus, the son of Mary, said to the disciples, Who are my supporters to Allah? قَالَ الْحَوَارِيُّونَ نَحْنُ أَنصَارُ اللَّهِ The disciples said, We are the supporters of God. So a group of the children of Israel believed, while another group disbelieved. We supported those who believed against their foe, so they became dominant. So, when they accepted Nabi Isa they continued to be believers. But those who rejected him from that point would be considered disbelievers. And then the same thing happens. Rasulullah comes. Those who believed in the previous prophets and then accepted the Prophet are simply carrying on with their faith. And those who reject the Prophet they cease to be called believers from that point onwards. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. The next surah discusses the hypocrites who broke their promises and undermined the mission of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa In surah al-Saf and al-Munafiqoon, we see two opposite types of people, those who obey Allah and those who betray Islam. The focus is on the covenant and fulfilling the rights of Allah and the rights of the believers. In between these two surahs is Surah Al-Jumu'ah, reminding us to leave our business and rush to the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a Friday. Interestingly then, in these verses, Allah ta'ala is telling us to remember to enjoy Jumu'ah, not to drag our feet with our minds still in our business. Those who pursue this world will undermine their commitments and those who focus on the afterlife will pursue it with ihsan. And we know that our regular Jumu'ah schedule has been quite disturbed over the last couple of years. But we need to realize this important, this integral part of our deen that has been so successful in preserving the iman of entire communities for many, many centuries. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring our Jumu'ahs completely back to normal again. And may our respect and veneration for these important ahkam and fara'id, obligatory duties, especially upon mukallaf males, may that realization be reinstated into our hearts and into our communities, that we don't lose the sanctity we once had 
and hopefully still have insha'Allah for the ritual of Jumu'ah. Ameen. The Jews ends with Surah Talaq and Surah Tahrim. Surah Talaq teaches us not to mistreat our spouses and to be kind even when getting a divorce. Surah Mujadala or Mujadila discussed a form of emotional abuse. Talaq is a legitimate divorce with proper ethics and mercy. This Jews teaches us both the right and what is the wrong way of dealing with marital problems and ending a marriage. Surah Tahrim teaches us about the kind of people who cling to this world because of those who they associate with, thinking they will protect them. These people are deluded. The example is given of the wives of Lut and Nuh Their association with their husbands didn't protect them in this world or the next, as they were hypocrites. This is in contrast with Asiya and Maryam Asiya and Maryam, first the former being the wife of Fir'aun, and the latter being the mother of Sayyidah or of Sayyidina Isa who fulfilled their covenants with Allah. Asiya was married to the worst man alive, but still earned Jannah through her righteousness. Subhanallah. She sacrificed everything for Allah. The Jews begins and ends with the story of a woman making dua about her husband mistreating her and Allah answering her dua. And with that, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in dua, begging Allah to save our marriages and to save the chastity of this ummah. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen al-Fatiha. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم ما أمسى بي من نعمة أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الأولين اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الآخرين اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في كل وقت وحين اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين يا ربنا يا الله Ya Allah, in this dua we come to you as humble servants, submitting unto you, Ya Allah. With our hearts turned towards you, Ya Allah, we have no one but you. We have no power except your power, Ya Allah. We have no value except the iman that you've granted to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we turn to you as husbands, as wives, as future husbands and future wives. We turn to you as parents of children in marriages or children who would like to be in marriages. We turn to you as people coming from fixed marriages and people coming from broken marriages. Ya Allah, we turn to you as people coming from homes with this peace and tranquility and people coming from homes with this chaos and turmoil and trouble and strife constantly. Ya Allah, we turn to you for the marriages of this Ummah, Ya Allah. Our own marriages, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring the chastity, the dignity, the love, the mahabba, the coolness of one's eyes back into our halal marriages, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Bring the spark of love back into our halal marriages, Ya Allah. Bring the passion back back into our halal marriages, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, we beg of you to allow the husbands to fall in love with the wives 
all again. And we beg of you to allow the wives to fall in love with their husbands all from over, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, we beg of you to bring the love back. And for there where the love has always been, we ask of you to increase the love. Ya Allah, for there where the love has long disappeared, we ask of you to reignite that love. Ya Allah, we beg of you to bring all sorts of treachery out into the into the framework of non-existence, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, we ask you to obliterate them. Ya Allah, obliterate treachery in marriages, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the cheating, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the lying out of our marriages, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, remove all the illicit behavior out of our marriages, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring all the extramarital affairs completely out of existence, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, remove these filthy things from our lives, from our communities, from our families, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we beg of you to bring the husbands back to their wives and their wives alone. And the wives back to their husbands and their husbands alone. Ya Allah, place the coolness of our eyes in our halal spouses and nowhere else. Ya Allah, our men are doing things left, right and center. And our women are doing things left, right and center. Completely unspeakable things, Ya Rabb. We beg of you to bring all of us back into this Surat al-Mustaqim. Guide us, Ya Allah. Grant us that chastity, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us that, that complete chastity that we can be proud of and we can be in a dignified nation with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Allah. Remove the zina from our communities, Ya Rabb. Remove the zina from our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all of us who had committed anything of any illicit behavior in our lives. Forgive us for all of those mistakes, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring all the cheating to an end, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring all the affairs to an end, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, forgive all of our mistakes that have gone by before, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, bring the love back into halal relationships, Ya Arhamur Rahimin. Ya Allah, when we lose the chastity in this ummah, we've lost everything. Ya Allah, we beg of you to forgive us and grant us that true blessed chastity, Ya Allah. Allow us to have halal marriages. Allow our youth to preserve their chastity until they have a halal marriage in which they can fulfill their lawful desire. Ya Rabbi, we beg of you to allow all the husbands and wives to have loving relationships with one another. Ya Allah, bring the love back into their hearts, Ya Allah. Allow them to see the good and not only the bad in each other, Ya Allah. Allow them to completely overlook those petty things, those petty differences, and those waste of time arguments, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, bring that sunnah of mahabba and love that the Prophet ﷺ demonstrated with his wives into our marriages. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, we turn and we beg to you, Ya Allah, to bring the spark back into the relationships of this Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make marriage easy for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make getting married easy for our youth, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make zina extremely difficult, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make zina detested in our hearts and in our lives, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, purge us from this, this evil of zina and fornication and any form of extra extramarital illicit behavior, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, forgive us for making those mistakes in our lives if we committed them. And Ya Allah, forgive us for thinking about those thoughts if you ever thought about them. And Ya Allah, save us from even what we consider innocent flirting and chatting over social media. Ya Allah, remove that from our communities as well. Ya Allah, allow us to find joy and happiness only within our halal spouse. We ask of this, Ya Rabbil Alameen, in this blessed month of Ramadan, 
with our hands turned towards you as humble slaves. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.